0: Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. So even if you detest politics, you're probably aware that there is like a really big election this week. That brings me to the, the most important question here. The midterms are two weeks away. How, it, how is it looking? With just four, one, two, three. Four days before the historic midterm elections. You guys excited for the midterms? That's right, the midterms. Every seat in the House of Representatives and a bunch in the Senate are up for election. Midterm elections, they have consequences, sometimes huge consequences, especially in the last two decades, when massive electoral waves have swept the country, flipping the political status quo on its head. For this episode and the next, we're going to look back at two such electoral waves. One Democratic, one Republican, with the help of Martine Powers. And can he do that? Another Washington Post podcast you should be listening to. First, 2006. President George W. Bush was in his second term. And the House, it had been controlled by Republicans since 1995. With Bush and the Republican Party wounded over the Iraq War, Hurricane Katrina, and a host of other problems, Democrats sensed their greatest chance in a generation to win back the House of Representatives. But Democrats in the House, including Nancy Pelosi, who'd be the first female speaker if they won, knew they needed to shake up in their ranks to get it done. And so, to chair the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, they turned to a young, brash, and frequently cursing representative from Illinois. Rahm Emanuel, the man who went on to become President Obama's chief of staff. Rambo. Rahm with an idea is like a grenade launcher with a grenade. There were explosions everywhere. To Rahm, elections were wars. It was Rahm versus Bush, Rahm versus Republicans, and even Rahm versus his own party, especially Howard Dean, the head of the Democratic National Committee. Dean deplored Rahm's strategy in the election, which essentially boiled down to finding and funding a smaller number of centrist candidates to woo moderate voters in red districts, military veterans, police officers, football players. Rahm thought flipping traditionally red voters to blue would be enough to win the 15 seats that would turn the House over to the Democrats. But Dean thought this strategy was rather stupid and short-sighted. He favored a 50-state strategy, spread the money across the country's elections, and win in as many places as you can now, but also set the table to generate even more wins in future elections. Their disagreement came to a head when Rom and other DCCC leaders met Dean at the DNC's offices. As Dean put it, They wanted to bankroll them, which I wasn't going to do until I saw a good reason to it, because there was no basis in the past for doing it in the future. Then, things got heated. You know, he blew up. He said, I oh, don't know what you're doing, and used the F-bomb about nine times. And then he, he had jumped up, and he was yelling. Now he doesn't know what to do. He's jumped up, he screamed the F-bomb. He he can't sit down as if nothing happened. He he doesn't know what to do, so he runs out, slams the door, runs down the stairs, and I never saw him for the rest of the campaign, which was great. But these sorts of tactics are what other Democrats loved about Rahm. His tantrums and curse-filled outbursts put the pressure on donors and usually led to more funding. Dean eventually relented to Rahm's tactics and gave $20,000 to his targeted races. In 2006, Rom's strategy showed itself to be the right one. The Democrats, they won back the House. Rom and Pelosi took the stage on election night. I want to just thank a few people if I can. I want to thank one person in particular. She has been a tireless campaigner, a heroic fundraiser, and she will soon make history As the first female Speaker of the United States House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi. The campaign is over. Democrats are ready to lead. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Martine Powers and Carol Alderman produce this story for the series how to flip the house you can hear a longer version of that story by visiting w-a-p-o dot S-T slash how to flip the house and for more forgotten stories from history visit washingtonpost.com slash retropod